Time's up for Chuck. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Peckinholt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. This week, Governor Reynolds turns her back on criminal justice reform. A judge strikes down an awful uh, abortion waiting period and a makeshift Black Children's Memorial was, was destroyed. But we are going to start... Uh, tragically destroyed, but we're going to start with Senator Chuck Grassley. Um, is he now vincible? Not invincible, but as the Des Moines Register's headline cleverly or, you know, kind of a strained pun, whatever, put it, is he now vincible? Um, uh, so in this new Iowa poll over the over last weekend, uh, that was released over the last weekend, Nearly two-thirds of Iowans say it is time for someone new in the Senate and that Grassley should not run. His, uh, his approval ratings are at their lowest in, lowest rate in years and years at 45%. Um, in addition to that other number, um, so Ivy is Senator Grassley now, quote-unquote, vincible. Not sure if he's necessarily vincible, but he's definitely the most vincible he's been, I think, ever in recent history, for sure. I mean, you just think of Chuck Grassley and you think, why even bother with going against him and someone in that seat almost? But now it's kind of like, okay, if he does run again, at least we're going to give it a real shot. And I think that a lot of people are kind of fed up with the same old, same old. So that's kind of exciting to see, for sure. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think... I think he is as weak as he's been um, in a long time, and the more and more he just becomes typical uh, hardcore right conservative Republican politician, he just looks like another dude in a suit in D.C. He's not mm-hmm. Chuck Grassley. I mean, he used to be at least, even if this wasn't entirely accurate, like he had the persona of this. I'm from Iowa. I'll, I'm into, have the. I'm a very independent thinking type of politician, and I will represent the state first. That has gone out the window the last several years. Like he, he was in Mitch McConnell's like back pocket blocking Merrick Garland. He's been just going as hard as he can on, um, on, on every single issue, just down the party line. And that's not what Iowans usually want. And that's not what they've come to expect from him over the years, or at least that's not how he's portrayed himself. And, and so as he, he just becomes more typical politician, um, I think that's what, you know, that'll just keep driving his, his numbers down. So, um, he also has said that, He's not worried about what any poll says, and he'll decide whether or not he's going to run based on I don't know what. And then he also um, kind of flippantly said that he didn't know if people realize he shows up every day at 6 a.m. So I know maybe, you know, I don't know what you think of him before I just told you that, but does that change your opinion that he, he shows up every day at 6 a.m.? And then he proceeds to, you know, destroy our health care and – uh, use very racist language and be a cranky uh, uh, old senator, but like, but does but he shows up at six a.m. So does that me make you think better of him? 
I mean, it just changes my whole perspective. You definitely nailed it on the head there. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, that is just the saddest, you know, response to having low polling. I don't think they know that I go to work. Like, Hey, he shows up for work. Up. Yeah. What more do you want? You know, someone who actually gives a damn about his constituents. No, that's too high a bar. Too high a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, it's maybe as he's getting the word out, maybe that'll be the central theme of his campaign. You know, if, if he does run, I show up at 6 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Then, next maybe that's up, enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so next up on interesting island politicians, we have some news about Reynolds. So we all know that last week she signed the bill to increase penalties for protesters. And so this week, when reporters asked her about the fact that this would disproportionately affect black islands, she said, quote, don't break the law and it won't apply to you, end quote. What is your takeaway from this, Matt? I mean, this is, uh, this is, this is the governor's, like, um, white privilege coming out, mm-hmm. showing. Um, and and th- this is the, the, the problem with the whole law in general. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a law that, I mean, more or less, in my opinion, makes it harder to protest while being black. I mean, like, that's mm-hmm. basically what this is, because this is all a reaction to last summer's uh, demonstrations and protests um, that that from for a moment led to unanimous legislation in the legislature and then spurred the governor on to, to, um, to at, at least, in theory, expand the rights of, of former felons to vote. Um, uh, uh, last year. So like, but I, so it's all in response to that, but like we've done how countless demonstrations and protests over the, over the years of progress, Iowa, and many times where are, where I've been in the lead and like have not gotten permits, you know, mm-hmm. in some cases or forgotten or like, or shown up knowing that there was public space available that we didn't need a permit and, and maybe had a group like that was so big that we needed space that was not technically public. And so like, there are things that we were probably not within with hundred percent within the strictest, you know, uh, description of the law, but I can tell you, no one ever showed up with uh, pepper spray, rubber bullets, anything like, you know, anything like that um, against any one of our groups. And, and so I just think that this is, this is, uh, an off, this is, this is a, this is a terrible piece of, this is a terrible law, um, which will have consequences that they don't even know yet. Um, and the point is to prevent people from, is to scare people from speaking out and that's it. Like, that's all it is. Um, I don't know what you, what, uh, like what you, what your take was, but I mean, they're just trying to, they're just trying to stop people from using their voice. That's all. Oh, exactly. And I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned that, that like, even like it happens often at protests that involve like Black Lives Matter and things where that's when the law enforcement really shows up full force. I mean, it's just really, uh, insane to say this, that if you don't break the law, it won't apply to you. We've seen even this past year with. Uh, the Des Moines Register reporter, woman of color, Andrea, she got arrested mm-hmm. and she's clearly not breaking the law. She's the only one arrested, really. And so it's just, it really strikes the question. Well, is that 
true? You know, does she even recognize, does Reynolds even recognize systematic racism? Obviously she doesn't. So it's yeah. just really and, for sure. And of course, this is all paired with like law, the new law that prevents us from even like teaching about this in, uh, or talking about what they would consider a divisive topic. So it's just, it's, it's really a really, really sad place we're at in our political discourse because they don't like, they don't want freedom of speech and freedom and freedom of expression at its, at its, you know, at its highest level. So, oh, completely. um, and they're trying to chill that. Well, next up on restricting rights, we have uh, reproductive rights. But some rights. good news. Some good news. Uh, yes. So this is right. finally some good news here. Uh, the 24-hour abortion ban, uh, well, abortion waiting period, actually, which was added on as an amendment 2020, I think, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like middle of the night, that has been permanently blocked by district court judge. So this is very good news. Yeah. yeah. Now the governor is going to appeal this, but mm-hmm. for now it is blocked. Um and and so we will see how this plays out but for now i mean there is that this is um this is outstanding news so well done to planned parenthood and aclu who are involved in this and 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 all 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 those who were involved in pushing this forward so So next up, we talk about um, the fact that the Black Children's Memorial that was created last summer by the Des Moines Black Liberation Movement, it was burned down on Wednesday in what investigators are calling a suspicious fire. I mean, obviously, this is just really heartbreaking uh, to happen. And I know that they're asking to help rebuild by bringing red, yellow, and purple flowers to the memorial. Uh, But obviously, we'll be looking to them more to see if there's anything else that we can do to highlight that but what was your takeaway on this matt it's just awful and like Mm -hmm. and no matter why or how this happened it's awful Um, right but it's hard to believe that it is um it it just raises a lot of questions i guess um and and i hope that um um that people respond uh in a big way and help support this um but um but I, I think that it is um, that it's just it's just just tragic that it that it happened um, and and yeah we'll definitely be sharing information about how to support the how about how to support the effort and rebuilding this um, or, or supporting the memorial so yeah well last up we have some national news on Grassley and Ernst uh, there was a crucial vote in the U.S. Senate for the For the People Act to be debated on on the floor. Unfortunately, Grassley and Ernst both voted against this, which is just so horrible for our voting rights, getting big money out of politics, etc. Uh, they've even been lying about it, like what it has in the bill. So that's been disappointing with Grassley saying that it allow um, illegal immigrants to vote, which obviously it would not do. So that's been disappointing. Yeah, illegal, anyone who's not a citizen, like anyone who's not allowed to vote can't vote and can't mm-hmm. register to vote. So Grass has been lying about it. They both voted against it. They don't, they just don't want us to, they don't want, they don't want specific groups of people to vote. Um, and so um, Senators Grassley and Ernst are very fine with the voter suppression law that passed in, in Iowa earlier this year and um, the new restrictions that are in place, the sh- all the things that, that are, that are happening there. 
are happening here. Um, and and they definitely don't want more disclosure of corporate donors um, because that's their bread and butter. And that's the Republican mm-hmm. Party's bread and butter is 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 uh, millions and billions of dollars of dark money coming in to um, to support their not just their campaign efforts, but to support conservative like uh, infrastructure in the states, and and that's what we see. We're up against that uh, every day in the legislature, along with all of our um, partners and allies. Um, whether it's Americans for Prosperity, Alec, um, a number of uh, different groups that that you don't know where the money comes from, and I mean. Uh, Grassley Arts probably do. I don't know if they do, but they probably do. Um, but they definitely don't want any light, any any sun, any any um, uh, any transparency on that. So um, that's why they are lying about it. That's why they're race baiting on it and trying to get. I mean, there's like they're he's lying about the illegal immigrants being registered to vote so that they can gin up uh, some fear and hatred among. Among uh, among their among some of their base, uh, and and it's really sad that they're that they're um, that they're being so disingenuous that he's being so disingenuous about this. Um, but but that's their mo, and that's, that's part of why like I think that Grassley's numbers are going down is because he's just using these same typical like DC playbook uh, type of tactics, and and people not everyone but people are like, oh yeah. He's kind of just one of the. He's just kind of blending in to the, like right. I said, to the the. He's just he's just another dude in a suit now. Mm-hmm. He's not Chuck Grassley anymore. So, um, uh, but uh, but yeah, they voted against it, and and um, and hopefully there will be a deal struck to move big chunks right. of this forward at some point. Um, but but as of now, it is not happening. Yeah. I wonder what the impact of Twitter has had on Grassley, too, especially with this. I saw right away Abby Finkenhauer just shut him down on these statements. Oh, yeah. She's and it's been just all so over interesting. It. Yeah. Yeah. I really wonder, like, if it's just been more obvious that Chuck Grassley doesn't really know what he's talking about when it comes to certain things. So. Could be because you have, instead of hearing, waiting to hear from him through a press statement or an interview, you hear, you know, uh, or you read garbled tweet from you know, from at Chuck Grassley. So um, it's just a series of characters and odd symbols that you can sort of understand, but not really. Um, and and then complaints about uh, uh, the History Channel next ah. day. So that's it. Yeah. Well, next up, we're going to talk about uh, hot takes, which is our opinions on the hot topics of the week. First up, very important, Britney Spears speaking out in court, asking to end her conservatorship. I'm trying to say that right. Shit. Mm-hmm. Big supporter of Britney, always. Me too, sure. Yeah. I watched most of the documentary, whatever oh, that was, a while back. Mm-hmm. So um, on Hulu or wherever, whatever it was on. Think but so. uh, Yeah, but very interesting stuff. Seems like she's getting a raw deal like, and doesn't have access to money she has made over the years is my mm. very what i just told you is my whole understanding of the situation yeah. so and it's she crazy. should oh yeah. yeah she just said in court too that she's not 
allowed to have children. Like she has an IUD in and they're not letting her take it out under this. Like, so she can't even have kids, which is just what? gets into like a whole nother thing. It's so crazy. So that's bizarre and crazy yeah. and all that. So mm-hmm. that is, I did not, I did not hear that. That is. Yeah. I saw Sam Parenthood say strange. a few things about that. So that was really yeah. interesting to see the okay. worlds collide politics and, you know, Brittany. But seriously, that is yeah, nuts. Definitely on the team free Brittany. Next up, we're going to talk about Conan O'Brien. He's done with Late Night. Coming to a close. Great. Cool. (laughs) I like Conan O'Brien. I don't like, I did not know. I I saw this in the notes, but I did not know that this was happening. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I, he's funny, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I also think there's so many now. There's so many. There's too many, like, late night things. There's the three networks, obviously. Yeah. Conan. Daily Show. Um, Samantha B has a weekly show, which mm-hmm. she ought to have her own. She ought to have. Like, I know it'd be so a cool bigger to see platform. a woman do this. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, I, so I, I, is his show? Do we know? Are they gonna? Is it TBS or TNT or whatever he's on? Is it gonna get? Is there someone gonna take over in that on that channel, or is it just gonna be gone? You know, know, I really don't know if someone's going to take over. I don't know if that many people watch the channel. <laughs> I can't imagine they do. I think they would watch for him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not like, I mean, it, you know, the networks have the Tonight Show or what, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, um, but uh, like, so so there'd be a new host of the Tonight Show. But it's not like, I think that's very different, right. you know. So um, it's just like way too many of these things. I know. I'm more of a Jimmy fan anyway. Jimmy Fallon. He's the best. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon's good. Um, I like Stephen Colbert, but I like, but I kind of liked his old character on Comedy Central when he was Bill O'Reilly, basically, or the making fun of Bill O'Reilly. That was always fun. Um, When I watch his new one, I don't like it as much as I did when he was on Comedy Central. It's like he's still funny and good, but like, yeah. but yeah, I agree. It's not, um, not quite as good. John Oliver's another one I like that I mm-hmm. didn't even mention. Like that's you know, but again, that's what I didn't even remember. And he's probably one of the better ones. Like there's there's just a lot, there's a lot of and a lot of dudes. So let's yeah figure that out. Uh, comedy world. Like let's get our act together on that. Like the only the only woman that has a show is. Is a weekly one. I think it's weekly, right? Isn't Samantha B? I think it's a weekly. I think so. I know yeah. Lily Singh had something, but I'm not sure if that's going anymore. So yeah, that needs to happen. Oh, Trevor Noah can't go without saying I love Trevor Noah. Oh yeah, as well. he's good. He's, he's been good. Yeah, better than I thought. I'd say like yeah. So at the beginning, yeah. For sure. All right. Well, next we move on to our shoutouts, where we lift up great work happening all over the state. If you have any recommendations, please send them to at Progress Iowa or at Potluck FM. Really want to give a huge shout out to Danny Holman, president of AFSCME 60, Council 61. He's retiring after 16 years. Yeah, Danny has just been a staunch, just like badass activist, advocate for working families um, for his entire career. And and um, on a personal note, has been a, he's been a board member of Progress Iowa. Before that, he's been a just a huge supporter of our work. Um, and and a great partner on so many issues. He's someone that um, reaches beyond labor um, too. To like, you know, I mean, to talk about 
LGBTQ issues, uh, uh, all any any issue under the sun. He, I mean, he he of course represents his members excellently well and negotiates on their behalf incredibly well, but also um, um, has like been a leader in the progressive community. And so for all of those things, this is a uh, it's it's a loss for AFSME, but it's also a loss for the state and for the progressive community for. Um, the progressive family in the in the state of Iowa, but um, but um, just want to yeah, like you said, give him a huge shout out and a thank you to for his his entire uh, his entire career. And I know that he will. I mean, I, I cannot imagine him not continuing to speak out or be involved in some way. So look forward to seeing what he's going to do next. What a Week is produced by Progress IO as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. Next week, we are off for the 4th of July holiday, but we will be returning the following week. So see us. Uh, we'll see you then on What a Week.